the window had been busted out and our gear, part of our gear had been stolen. Uh, there's nowhere to play up here at all. I'm sitting there kind of by myself, like waiting for my manners. And, and the mirrors, like they, the mirrors kind of like spin open like 90 degrees, like they kind of rotate open. And all these women in sexy lingerie can come walking out from behind the mirrors. I'm just well, going to throw this out there that it almost sounded like you were kind of the dark side sometimes of the scene. Just when I parted ways with monuments and say so it was a really, really desperate time of my life. At the end of it, our bass player told us, like, he just looked at us and like, yeah, this is my last show. So, like, basically back to the beast era. Dealing with this alcohol intake and we're at a Christian festival and we're supposed to be a Christian band. I was kind of like, man, this, this sucks. This is not a good look. Welcome back to Dark Side of the Scene. I'm one host, Brandon, alongside the other host. Ed. <laughs> Am I supposed <laughs> to say my name? <laughs> yes. Man, my fucking body hurts. Like, I've been helping my friend do yard work because his back is shit. So he gave me some money to... Because anybody... In these times, anybody could use extra money, right? So... And I'm Mexican. <laughs> and funny story... What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. We're supposed to do yard work, I guess. I don't know. That's a stereotype. The funny part was, like, I told him I'd be over at three o'clock after work, or or excuse me, past three o'clock because I had to drive all the way out there. And he had an envelope on his he had an envelope on his doorstep. So I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna change my shirt and go in. It was unlocked, and he wasn't there. I don't know where he went. So then, like, the alarm went off. And I'm like, I don't know how to shut that off. And I thought maybe it was just a joke. Then I was thinking, maybe it does call the cops. Shit. I'm like, maybe he'll just say, tell the cops that it's just me. So I'm working. And then there's a cop that shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Then, like, he's asking what I was doing. He goes, hi, do you live here? I'm like, no. And then he asked for to see my ID. I'm like, I can can make a comment that's very inappropriate. But I guess at least you're a... I fit the profile. Is that what you're saying? No. Well, <laughs> no. At least you didn't get shot. Oh, no, no, no. It was cool. <laughs> I didn't have any weapons on me. I was just pulling weeds and shit with my like gloves. <laughs> and then like he asked me and then my name. And then he asked if I have permission to be here. I'm like, yeah, I do. I was like, I walked in. It was unlocked. He's like, I noticed I, the doors were unlocked. I'm like, I know. I know. I thought he was going to be here. I figured he left them open for me. But then it, what if I had to pee? I said, I don't want to whip it out and have like public indecency, you know? So, <laughs> and then two more cops come <laughs> and then like, they both ask me the same shit. And then one of them frisks me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they left me alone. So I just found that funny because he was like embarrassed for me. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm never walking inside your house. So that's not really <laughs> a rant. My body hurts. And I almost went to jail yesterday. I just want to let y'all know that for no reason. Thanks, thanks, Elkhart's finest. You scared me a little bit. <laughs> they may you didn't have to strip search and spread your cheeks and lift your sack. <laughs> no, he just threw in my pockets. You know, I don't know. Maybe he thought I was acting weird. I'm like, well, what else am I supposed to do? I'm playing in the dirty. Probably thinks I'm a crackhead. <laughs> like, so that really happened yesterday, and that's not really rent. But I do have rent. I uh, 
had a talk with a, one of my bandmates about like his willingness to like work. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I have a talk with all my bandmates. Nobody's ever had a talk with me. I don't know why, because is it is it because I'm the band dad? I was gonna say you're band dad, so you have to do the talking. And, and I don't like doing that, but it's like it's like, well. Our bass player is having some surgery on his wrist, so in the meantime, we want to write music. And then he's just like, "Well, let's let's work on mine." I'm like, "Have you worked on it any further?" No. Well, you know, our vocalist asked you to because you got to remember you're writing for vocals, and if it doesn't make sense to him, what makes you think it's going to make sense to you? And he's like, "No, I I could hear him singing." I'm like, "You don't sing, dude." So, you know, I just just found that funny that. I don't know. I, I, again, I don't like being band dad. Yeah. And I, li- I like to guide my band. I mean, if because obviously if people have been listening to our music, we obviously have clean vocals and we got dirty ones. So it's easy to put clean vocal, dirty vocals over everything, but it's, but clean having clean has to make sense because you can't have some crazy, stupid, crazy riff over something that's supposed to be. Anyway, so I guess it got to work and, I don't know, I just found it funny. Just have to remind your band members the importance of things, which should always be the it should always be the main focus is to be productive. Um, productive because that's the whole point of the band. The band's not gonna write songs by itself. It's not like that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I don't know what I'm ranting, but I just think like just be productive in your band. If like you really want to be serious, then that's fine. If you're not gonna take it serious, then why are you in a band? That's what I told everybody. It's like, well, I know we can fucking bash out songs within three practices, what little time we have. But that's the whole point of it. We don't have very much time, so basically, it helps to do the work, the homework, and then present it to us so that we have something to work on. Because I know for a fact we don't have that much time together. And I know I know it's different for a lot of bands. They might have like plenty of time, but if you're in a band that you know your practices are very short, make sure they're productive and fruitful. And then do some homework, at least. Like, fucking hash out ideas when you're away. I don't know if that's a rant or a tip. I don't know. It's a tip and a rant and everything in general. And anyone out there listening wondering what these random noises are, we are joined tonight by a special guest, the soon-to-be two-year-old son of mine, who... uh Wants to be apparently featured on this podcast as a special guest host. So, <laughs> Declan, say hello. Declan. They just laid down. <laughs> All right, then. Say so, yeah. voice. Yeah. Well, he can't really hear anything. I, I have the headphones on. He doesn't have, hear anything. He just <laughs> keeps pointing to the microphone and talking to it. <laughs> nice. He's probably like, why does my dad keep talking to this thing? Why is my dad bipolar yes that's that is a good or question so schizophrenic <laughs> all of the above right makes sense to me well tonight we have a couple special guests that are coming in to talk with us but before we bring them in shout out to everyone that's still following us on facebook and listening to the podcast episodes and everything else you guys are the bee's knees. I was going to try and say something else, but 
I got sidetracked. My phone went off because I'm getting blown up from work already because why not? Um, but yeah, if you want to be on a future episode, send an email to Brandon at darksidethescene.com and we'll get you scheduled on a future episode. Yeah. You can talk to us about the problems you've had, anything in general. I mean, we're here for you. We're here <laughs> to let you vent. I guess if you've encountered some weird uh, experiences while you're on the road, maybe seeing a Bigfoot, I'd like to hear about that too. Just think about it. When you drive across country, you encounter a lot of weird shit, not just crazy band members. Or cops or cops uh, asking questions. Yes. <laughs> if you've ever been stereotyped and been patted down just for being in a place where no one else is when the alarm goes off, I mean, uh, we'd like to hear about that as well. Sure. But we're going to go ahead and bring the guest on in, so sit back, relax, and we'll be back in a second. I'd like to take this time to welcome our guests to the show. Tonight we're joined by a couple guys from Maelstrom Black. That guys, thanks for coming out and talking to Ed and I. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So I know this project has been going on for a little while. Do you want to talk about what it is you guys are doing and stuff? Yeah. Um so I think uh this this project kind of started during the beast uh a little bit. Um so what was that 2020 kind of started. Uh we didn't we couldn't really do anything. It was just ideas floating around and uh <clears throat> I think with the beast going on it took us about a year to actually get things going because it was hard to find places to even let us practice. Um but then we did that and then um practiced for about a year and then our drummer and our guitarist uh actually ended up leaving at the end of 2021 and the beginning of this year actually um or no 2022 yeah drummer left 2022 and guitarist left at the end of uh or the beginning of this year and we kind of had to rebuild and rethink some things and um yeah we've been working on a lot of things and trying to get it going nice so was that hard like having to find obviously it's always hard to lose a member but you lost too so it's like especially a drummer like was there like any potentials out there or you were just like shit damn it you know what i mean like what you i mean? had I, I i literally had uh one option um that i knew could play the stuff but i wasn't sure if he was available and mm. the other side of it too is you know we 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 wear a gimmick um and that's hard to sell to people as well um and, i mean that's kind of why we lost you know some people um because they were just like yeah i'm not really feeling that and it's like that's cool um mm. but uh you know i hit him up and he was like yeah i'm down and i was like okay that was the like, easiest we've ever found somebody uh that quickly uh but then you know he had his stuff going on so it was a while before we could even practice um and then you know um and the guitar player quit shortly after that and that was um that was a little bit more challenging because i'm like 
I'm very picky on who I'm playing with. Um, you know, it's got to be that right feel. I'm sure, Ed, you understand that. Uh, are you talking about guitarists or drummers? Yeah, guitarists. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, I, I knew that I knew the drummer and I would get along because we've played together before, but okay. the, but the guitarist, it was just like I don't really know where to go from here. And I reached out to somebody that we had thought about trying out a long time ago in a past band that we were in. And, um, you know, the whole idea of selling the gimmick again is a hard one, but surprisingly, he was down. He learned super fast and. Like I said, we've been busting ass for a little while and finally got to do some stuff. Mm. Now, would you have continued without another guitar player or did the music's too intricate <clears throat> without? Because um, that's how I feel with if we lost somebody, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know that um, a lot of people are against this, but I mean, we had put so much thought into this that, you know, um, the next step for us was... Um, I mean, if we didn't have a drummer, we'd play to a backing track until we got a drummer. If we didn't have a guitarist, we'd play to a backing track to do that too. We'd just whatever so we could get the product out there and start mm. playing as well to kind of get out there because I know people can hear one thing, but they want to see it live and see if it, you know, translates. And um, I, we were willing to do whatever. But again, like we had a couple of guys who stepped in and here we are so also um yeah to be fair uh when we played this before um we started uh just like in normal dress and the fog was enough that you could almost not see the drummer anyway mm. so we could almost get by with just having us up there because you couldn't even see them so that was also the thought process as well. Mm. So, so on your when you first debuted, debuted it, how how that feel like with all the your outfits and everything? Like, was it uncomfortable or? <laughs> um, it's hot. I will say that. Um, <laughs> right. It is very hot. Um, but honestly, I mean, I'm the idiot. Uh, I, everybody else probably feels great. I'm the only idiot that was like, you know what? In my promos, I'm going to look like I have hair, so I'm going to cover one eye. And like now I have to do it like all the time. I don't have to, but I think it looks cool. And he tells me I have to do it now. Mm. Um, I <laughs> so I. The having <laughs> stuff in front of my face. So head banging and having that fall in front of my eyes. I don't know how he does it. Um, but I couldn't, I'm up constantly trying to figure out ways to keep it pinned back. <laughs> I had a, I played with wigs before and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, oh I mean, it, God, it's basically like that. I mean, it's sheer, so I can kind of see through it, but it doesn't matter. Like we tell like people to turn off the lights cause we have our own lights. So it makes it like 10 times worse. Oh, so uh, get, sorry. No. And just like the last, not the last show we played, but uh, we played in Fort Wayne a few weeks ago or something like at that back ruin. in May. Yeah, at the Ruin, which is awesome, by the way. Um, but I did the little hanging in front of my face in the wrong eye, and I could not see my fretboard like the entire time. Oh, piss. <laughs> so that's stuff I have to like remember. So it's like it's still a challenge because we're still yeah. trying to get used to it. So you, and you I got have... like, sorry. 
I was going to say, I love it, but I have been a fan of the whole theatrics uh, way back. I think a lot of us can mention, you know, Slipknot or Gore or bands like that as kind of a stepping off point. Um, so I've, I've been a fan of it. And actually, in the bands prior, I've tried to get this going, but it never quite clicked. Um, it didn't make sense for the band, you know, uh, where they were already uh, situated because I've joined into those bands. Uh, so it didn't make sense. So I was very excited to um, have the, be in the be, uh, beginning of something like this and everyone buying into this style. I I like that it uh, it makes me uncomfortable. I it's kind of like a it's uh, not like dominatrix thing or anything like that, <laughs> but I like that it's it can be painful or something. It kind of make pushes a persona a little bit. Yeah, because you don't, they can't tell if you're miserable. They just see like this intimidating figure, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you can use whatever misery you're feeling in the moment to kind of channel it. Yeah. So you also have like a, you said a smoke machine, a light machine. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you guys went all, all out then. Hmm. Well, and we're not done yet. Um, we're still adding. Um, like we have a we have a podium that he's made um out of like styrofoam or something like that but it looks exactly like wood um that uh yeah friend okay yeah a friend of uh where i work uh he does work really well with uh foam and 3d printing and such we also um do sheet metal stuff so we were able to you know seek out his guidance uh, on making a podium for us that kind of fits into kind of uh, how we uh, look and our lore, so to speak. So um, it looks really good on stage and most people don't even know it's foam. So that's, it's, it looks wood, but it's, you know, for portability sake, it's, that's what it <laughs> nice. looks like. That's what I thought it was. I'm like, did they really carry that up there? It'd be like pretty more badass if like you had a few of them. And then he gets so mad he punches right through it. Like people think oh. they punch through wood. <laughs> well, I, it's it's kind of a matter of when, not if, at this point. So we are kind of thinking of uh, the future with some heavy duty kind of a thing because it is a pain to carry around, you know, mm -hmm. foam boards uh, and then try to set it, you know, where people mosh or something like that. It's just right. like WrestleMania body slam right on it and just break right. the pieces like oh you, you cursed us all you destroyed its throne <laughs> you know but if if that happened that would be kind of a funny way to go about it just have somebody get body slammed on it oh yeah Maybe we can work that in get a play of, you know what i feel like there needs to be more metal gigs for the wrestling ones i don't know why they don't mix them it's stupid they should they should yeah, i don't I know they had posse I don't know if you can. Well, I mean, that. I know. Well, yeah, that's well, that's a crossover. But like, I really think they should have a live metal band. It's all some of these wrestling shows. Is it too distracting? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it would make it more interesting. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why they don't try that. I just thought about that when I see the midget wrestlings all the time. And I'm like, why don't they have a live <laughs> band? You know, so do you do you have to be <laughs> so you, you mentioned you mentioned a specific type of wrestling. Does the band have to match that or can you be giants or? How does that work? No, I mean, you just 
you just play i mean i don't know like, like little know, people band no i mean <laughs> no i mean or can like, you I, have like a regular wrestling, wrestling? well yeah, regular know, wrestling how does that work any wrestling any wrestling event should have a live metal band it's all are true. you talking about he's just telling entertainment you... or are you talking yeah, about entertainment the... entertainment we're not talking about like yeah the school wrestling the real stuff he was just letting you know what he watches <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> So collectively, how long have you both been playing? That's like a deep question there. Um, or let's say when you started, like. Uh, I started when I was 15. I am 34, so almost 20 years. Mm, nice. And I've been playing since probably 18 and I'm a thousand right now, so sweet one day i'll get better but that's kind of our timeline right now mm. so i guess basically the whole theme of this episode is the dark sides of the scene so have each of you had obviously you probably have some collective stories about you know when you started joining bands and how i mean are you, are you both based in indie correct yes born yeah. born and raised or whatever yep so how is well, i'm not born here but raised oh. here Oh, you were you were ascended, or you descended from here? <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, reason. I was dropped here. Dropped. So, yeah, collectively, or I should say, what kind of stories do you have when you, you know, some of your bands were? Well, I guess you kind of dwelled a little in your previous band, but like any other kind of just shitty I mean, stories that you would bring up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we kind of have a list of things because him and i have been in a band prior to this together mm -hmm. um and i mean for me that's that's probably my only serious band i know i was in a band at like 16 that was semi-serious but i mean we're 16 17 how i don't know how serious we can really be sure um, but the prior band of this was pretty much my first serious band um and that went about seven and a half years um so, yeah, I mean, we experienced quite a bit. Obviously, nothing major up front. It was just, you know, finding people. I mean, I think the first major thing that we did was, you know, we did our own little tour. Um, actually, with his band, he wasn't even in our band at the time. Um, and he um, he was, we were in need of a bass player at the time and he was a guitarist for the other band and i think literally i don't know you can correct me if i'm wrong but maybe the week before the tour we asked him if he wanted to fill in for us uh just on bass i mean we were just like dude if you just play root notes we're fine <laughs> um, yeah i think yeah the bassist in that band was filling in for him actually and i think i just made a post online just saying hey i want to i think i want to play bass for a metal band or something like that just kind of a throwaway and the bassist in the band i was in was helping fill uh fill in but it wasn't necessarily something he wanted to do um just because it's not his style of music um so i was like how about i you know jump in he's like all right go for it because it was either that I do it full time or we split it. He does two shows. I do two shows. And then I just ended up 
taking over, I guess, and learning all the the tabs in the hotel. Yeah, I just remember it was like I think we got done with a show and it was like we were all crammed in a room and I wake up to like three in the morning of just like this like weird tapping noise and it's just him on his phone reading tabs and playing bass and I'm like this dude he's he's gonna fit perfect here (laughs) I mean well that's cool that like since you started on guitar but you actually had you let down your pride and said you know I'll do that because there's a (laughs) lot of guitar players that are just like Oh, fucking play bass. You know, like, oh, that's cool that you were open to it. Like, it was more like, I'm tired of tap dancing on this pedal board. Uh, Hell yeah. I just want to plug in and play. And then now I go, it goes to show, I watch all these bassists on YouTube or people we play with, and they have pedal boards just as big, if not bigger. And I'm like, not for me. I don't, I'm going to keep it simple. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't hang around a lot of virtuoso bass players but it's like why do you need all that shit like i like a good fucking tone and then that's it i mean some people want to put wall pedals and like chorus in their bass and i'm like i guess that's cool depending but like i just like the solid sounding bass like clean and a distorted if they need it but yeah i never understood that i'm weird i don't know yeah (laughs) i just came into it that way and i'm just like yeah not for me otherwise i just playing guitar at this point right see that i would see that i wouldn't mind being in another band to play bass just like less shit to bring and like less responsibilities almost like as far as musically just follow the notes as you said and you're actually able to move around more because you don't have to worry about like pinch harmonics and all that dumb shit and whatever (laughs) whammy bars (laughs) (laughs) nice so you guys basically get along real well since you've been together this long which is sounds like it right uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure no yeah yeah we do um <clears throat> yeah this dude uh i, I mean I, I, it probably took a while to get you know acclimated with each other and to know who we really were but i mean i do feel like that we did click uh you know as it as it you know kind of unfolded over that weekend because uh, I do remember too. I actually, we had him and I actually had to spend a lot more time together because we overestimated um, everybody fitting in the van. And like, we didn't do a trailer, we put everything in the van. Um, mm-hmm. And we were doing, it was just like a little weekend warrior thing, but we were going from Cleveland all the way to like West Virginia or something like that. Oh. Um, and we did, I think, three shows or something like that. But I, like I said, we kind of overestimated. And I ended up having to drive my vehicle at the time. And everybody else rode in there. And it was me, him, and my drummer um, that kind of rode all three shows. I do remember he, like, almost killed us a few times because he was, like, <laughs> going, he was going, like, 90 uh, on an off-ramp um, that was, like. It's a Tokyo you know, Drift. Yeah. Yeah. And your break. Was. But I had to sleep, man. It was a. Uh, it's rough when you're just playing shows and driving and playing shows and driving. Mm. I mean, any other like interesting things on your little tours that you found out? Um, I mean, obviously everybody knows that. I mean, you don't you don't make money um, mm. doing any of this stuff. I mean, yeah. I think I think the first show 
we each made both bands made $25 and then we sold some merch or whatever. Um, the second show they paid us in trash bags full of beer, trash bags uh, full of beer, trash bags full of beer. I remember his singer walked out and was like, Hey, they didn't pay us, but, um, they gave us beer. And I'm like, uh, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Nothing, I guess. Yeah. Right? Um, and, my trash bag. That's, that's I funny. I have no idea. He just. I mean, they gave him a lot of beer. Um, that's how they do it in Virginia. Yeah. I guess so. Um, that's and then that. the last show was kind of where we were expecting a little bit because they had promised us uh, three hundred dollars or something like that, and oh. uh, uh, and we were going to split that. You know, one fifty, one fifty. Um, and I do not think we ever saw that money. God. Um, so it was the thought uh, that counts yeah it was a it was definitely a big learning experience but i mean we've not really done stuff like that in a while um we've more or less just you know done one-offs here and there i mean we'll travel for sure to play shows but we haven't done anything that we've wanted to do in quite a while because we just want to be super prepared for it next time but mm. other than that like i said big learning experience and uh it wasn't uh wasn't too bad yeah i mean obviously you got your ups and downs and the fact you guys could tolerate each other for that period of time that's that's probably the most important thing without coming home trying to kill each other i mean you might kill each other like on driving but like not you know physically like you motherfucker you sat on me i don't know dumb shit. i mean well you know in the other van um that Uh, did that did happen um quite a few times apparently so i i got phone calls i was i was the father of this tour apparently um because i would get phone calls about people being mean to people oh Um, yeah so i was just (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's just it you know it's it's it is one of those things where i mean we had somebody who was like 17 and then he's hanging out with people who are in their you know early 30s and late 20s and it's just you know one of those things where not everybody's going to get along. It's not like we all hung out all at the same time or anything like that ever before. We played shows together, but we all just wanted to do something for, for fun and, uh, you know, do it together because it was going to be a little bit cheaper. I mean, both bands put in on it. So, right. um, it was, a uh, you know, it, it was all a big learning thing, but it's, it's fun. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. When you're saying like there was conflict, was it with the other band or within your band? Um, I I mean, I for the most part, I thought that ever. I don't think we don't think we ever had any conflict. I think it was just between certain people, uh, you know, just not vibing with each other and having to ride for six, seven hours oh, okay. a night. Because I thought, uh, like, as a band, you good guys never hang out. That's what I thought. Oh no, I I, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I am pretty I am pretty good about uh, not making us hang out, but I, I try and get us together and you know video game or play board games. Or you guys whatever. think that's important, like in general? I I definitely do because I mean yeah. this is I mean these dudes have been my family forever. I mean sometimes they're almost more family than you know your family is. Right. Um, but yeah. I mean it's just one of those things where like it's uh it is important to have that bonding experience and kind of get to know each other more than just, I want to know, you know, what these dudes like to do because mm-hmm. it's, it's more than just the music for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise it's like a business transaction. Yeah. 
yeah i feel like that's <laughs> funny is enough mike our band is hanging out, out enough i mean we try to <laughs> but everybody's schedules all fucked up yeah like you know a couple of us have kids not myself and then one has a fucked up work schedule and then like i mean it, i mean it, it, it's it's like you're not gonna get everybody i mean even like i mean because our drummer he has two kids and it, it's impossible to be able to get him to hang out sometimes he i mean i get it he's busy man and like mm. two kids is a lot mm. but you know he's still a part of everything i mean he just has to understand that you know we're gonna tease him a lot for not hanging out but i'm sure he gets the job done oh practices like yeah 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 definitely i mean you know and he he understands like if he's you know behind on things like he he's probably one of the only drummers that i've played with that you know he's he's always on his stuff i mean i can give him something right now and by next week he'll have it pretty much you know 80 percent of what he's going to be playing that's very cool that's because he's not on heroin well (laughs) well (laughs) Wow. Oh. <laughs> nice so no. don't make it an awkward silence <laughs> well, no, no. no that's the best the best silence is the awkward silence <laughs> that's the only silence worth uh, having. sorry uh, buddy we're gonna make him think you are <laughs> damn it so let me see i had a question um oh geez i do have stories that we can tell of that are considered sure. dark sides yeah, if sure. you will i've uh, got one that involved you guys like uh, not not you guys now but a previous version that i do want to bring up before the night's over i've been sitting on this story for a very long time and I'm, <laughs> i've been oh, ready to get to it uh, and i can't which one is this is this the uh july one this is the one that was in a little tiny record store oh yeah 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 okay uh the one in kokomo yeah 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 okay um i mean if i mean obviously you're gonna have bad experiences man it's just it's it's part of it and i i guess it's more or less how you deal with everything um during all this i mean i'm probably not gonna drop like any names because a lot of the bad experiences that we've had have been with you know some more popular bigger bands um that we've been lucky enough to like open for um i mean i think i remember one of the last shows that we him and i had played together um i just remember the you know we we got there everything was fine uh we had our name on the marquee which was awesome it was at the vogue um uh down in broad ripple in indianapolis and uh we had our name on the marquee and everything and then like i think like maybe a half hour before the door i remember the one guy coming up to me and be like because i was out there like getting like a just like you know just a selfie with the picture of the marquee behind us because our name was on there with all the top bands mm. um and uh the promoter guy had came out he's like yeah it's a good thing you're getting that picture now i was like oh yeah he's like yeah they're taking your guys' name down because the other bands don't want you up there what i'm like oh okay that's Um, fucking stupid so they took they took our name down off the marquee which is whatever i still have the picture i mean we're up there they took our name off the marquee because the uh band uh one of the bands wanted their name on both sides oh my Um, god um i thought it was the touring the because there's like two big bands and then there's a touring band with them and i don't think their name was 
matched was, with theirs. So yeah. it was like those two big bands in an hour name. And then I think they put them on the other side. <laughs> so I think something and they're like, hey, the three bands that are touring need to be up there, not the local. Yeah. And so we got the chop. So we got chopped on that. And then we go to do like set our stuff up on stage. And mind you, like we're not playing on like cheap gear or anything. I mean, all three of us. Yeah. All three of us had Kempers. Yeah. Um, mm. um, and then, you know, we'd have decent guitars and basses and stuff like that. So, I mean, our rigs aren't, you know, cheap by any means but i just remember the touring manager coming up there and he's just like i'm just gonna tell you guys one thing if you guys touch any of our shit or break it you'll never be on any opening show ever again and we're like oh okay um oh oh, oh, okay right on well we won't touch anything i mean we only have a foot of space so um, we're not you know we're good but um we don't really need to move or anything um (laughs) And then he like walked away and then he like came back and he's like, Oh yeah, you need to match our fucking prices. And I'm like, Oh, okay, man. Uh, what, what's, that mean? what's that mean? What's that mean? I want to go fuck himself, but that's just me. We, yeah. we, we had to, uh, we had to match, um, the touring band's prices. We couldn't undercut what they were selling. Yeah. So if they're selling their, uh, shirt for $45, because as you, know from previous um pod podcasts you've done about the vat where they mm. have to make the cut to the venue or whoever the contract manager is um they have to raise their price to like 45 50 shirts and while you know on the local level we normally can get away with maybe you know like a 15 20 maybe even a 25 dollars shirt sure they didn't want us undercutting that so if they have a, the all their shirts are yeah, it was like, but it's like if their shirts are 55 and we're next to them, we have to match it. I don't, we didn't anything to go like, what are you going to do? But considering our first interaction with this manager wasn't even hello. He literally walked up and was like, kind of like this conversation's happening right now. Oh, God. And, and then later on, he mentioned that. And then he came back later. I don't know if he was trying to double down on it or whatever. Um, but he was like, the reason I was saying that is because we had a, t- uh, a previous show where there was punk, it was a punk band and they just destroyed the stage and destroyed like lights and stuff that we had. And they didn't want to take any chances with us, but they didn't really kind of get to know us say hello it's, you know yeah, it's just it about the, in a professional it's, yeah, way it's a it's the presentation and how you present yourself and it's just mm-hmm. like you know just coming off like that i mean that's how we meet like I, and honestly like i'm not putting any faults on the on the band at all because they didn't say anything at all i mean they even they told us good set after we were done playing and everything and mm-hmm. you know high fives and whatnot after that but i mean it was just that in particular or that particular situation was just like oh wow okay well mm-hmm. okay man uh sure at least they were cool like afterward like the band yeah yeah that's important right there too like like i said any issues that we've i think we've only ever had issue with like one band um uh, but everybody else has just been you know something who is either managing or doing whatever for the band it's not necessarily the band themselves yeah we had a sorry we had a we opened up for somebody 
is like a solo artist and like their band manager was kind of a or touring man whatever he was he was kind of douchey (laughs) i just remember that specifically like because at the end of the day they kind of don't care about the opener at all oh definitely not the artist might a little bit you know just to make their self print but like that person in particular that that person that runs them they're usually a fucking dick stain and i don't know why <laughs> it's like i said i get it i mean you know if somebody ruined the stage i'd be pretty mad too but i mean yeah, I, just think, yeah. I think i think there's a way to just go about it like dude if you just set us down and been like hey man we had this issue before try not to mess with anybody's stuff i would have been like yeah no problem dude seriously oh and also it would be cool if you guys can like match our prices like i don't i dude the touring bands need the money i get it um but honestly the other side of it too is like it's cool if we sell stuff but they're not really coming to buy stuff from us so i don't understand the price match thing because you guys are going to have a line regardless if we play it or not yeah i mean that's the big picture right there they're basically they're there to see that band and you're just kind of there we're just there for exposure yep yep so to speak um paid with exposure yeah pretty much uh i mean you know, they're at the end with this band. I, I mean, we were making what I consider decent money for a local band. We were making pretty good money wherever we went. Um, I mean, we never really had to come out of, for the last three or four years, we didn't really have to come out of pocket for merch or anything. Um, nice. Um, yeah, that's a big deal on the local front. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean... I mean, even to go, I mean, we've played with even bigger bands and I, I mean, I, I'll name them, uh, you know, we, we opened for Trivium in our older band and that was honestly, I think we had one, like, it wasn't even a bad interaction at all, but it was just like, uh, it's just like, uh, oh, okay. But I mean, opening for Trivium, I mean, those were like, they treated us like we were part of the tour. That's so you got to meet the band, basically. I I mean, we were, they walked right by us. I said, what's up? I mean, I think when we got there, I mean, we showed up at like, I think they were excited because they kept on telling, we showed up like at two because they told us to be there too. I mean, mind you, we found out we were opening for Trivium the day before in Fort Wayne. We're from Indy. So. Oh. (laughs) We, um, they asked the day before and we were like, uh, I mean, we're not going to say no. So we all took off work and drove our asses up to Fort Wayne to open for Trivium because that's what you do. Right. Um, but I mean, we got there early. Uh, Matt was out there he's, um, and just like dusting off a rug or something. And he just like <laughs> just smiled and gave us the big wave and was just like, oh, man, this is cool. I mean, I've looked up to this dude forever. So he's mm-hmm. just waving at us, just standing there. And then, you know, after the show, we go outside and they're all outside and we're talking getting pictures hanging out and i mean they were just cool dudes and i mean their tour team helped us tear down and load off i mean that was the fastest we've ever gotten off stage and i i consider us to get off stage pretty fast i mean we get mad if we don't get off stage uh fast so um it was that was like i said one of the good experiences not all bad but i mean i it's just a matter of i guess who it is yeah. i mean it was cool that you were both able to just like literally you found out the night before and you were all able to take off work because that yeah that, that doesn't was... happen with a lot of bands because like my yeah. band we need like fucking a long ass warning <laughs> i was <laughs> like i wish it was like 
you know, we were just like, okay, cool, but that's not always the case. So it, I mean, it's it's not the case, but it, yeah. it's I mean, it's rarely the case. But I mean, again, it's trivium. I mean, they had just come out with the sin in the sentence. Um, it was, I mean, they were, I mean, and it was Pierre's. I mean, we knew it was going to be somewhat a big show, especially mm-hmm. for that band. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a thing that happened too because the show prior um we had a show in a garage it was a pretty good show i think that, that might have been the first time we played with you brandon i think it was um, so oh. mid mid set my uh amp died like it kept Ooh. cutting in and out so it completely was dead I and i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna fix it because we had a, i think we had a time before our next show so i'm like i'll send it somewhere to get it fixed and then i was told like the day before hey by the way um we're about to go play with trivium i'm like oh shit because now i have to go buy that stuff because i was planning on getting it sent to a place to get fixed so i had to go scramble to go find that uh, exact model because i wasn't trying to mess with those settings or whatever um to go find that and go buy it for this show mm. and i was able to do it but it was just like oh crap i don't luckily i had some you know money uh lying around but you could always, yeah buy it and then return it like no it's the same yeah. for me <laughs> that garage yeah, show like, was like, go ahead i'll say here in a second oh <laughs> no no i was at the end of it that garage show always cracks me up because one of the guitarists anthony He's not a very social person, but when he drinks, he is. <laughs> and he was fucking slaughtered. Yeah, I remember that. that. He was like throwing down for that one band and like he hurt his leg. I was like, dude, you still got to play guitar. What are you doing? <laughs> like and Dave Grohl up here. Yeah, he was fucking just going ape shit. I was like, motherfuckers wasted. <laughs> so I think that, was, you- that was the last Sorry, time he'd gotten drunk at a show. Wow. <laughs> So how did you all meet then? Did you just play one show and just like, you guys are cool, so we'll hang out. Yeah, I mean, I immediately liked them after. I mean, I always try to listen to the bands that we're going to play with, and mm. uh, I, I immediately liked them a lot. Um, and then just kind of, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just, I felt like we were pretty cool after that yeah. one show. We just all sat out back and talked about stuff, and I think we made fun of each other's drummers or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Um, they were both had the same name hello what happened i don't know that was weird that yeah, was weird glitch in the matrix yep all i heard was there there but that's it that's the story yeah. awesome no, i said they <laughs> both had the same name oh yeah 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 that's uh... right yeah, my internet's really strange right now. It keeps going like the little Wi-Fi signal. You can see it; it like disappears and then comes back. Fucking alien aliens at the fucking Air Force Base, probably. Hmm. Circus well, killer clowns from outer space live there. Yeah, I want to bring up this uh, the second show. I think it was like the second or third show we played with you guys. This infamous Kokomo show. Well, there's a mm-hmm. very big backstory to this. That I don't even know if you guys are aware of. I, I I probably not because at that time uh, we were kind of going through things too with our like because I was I was I prefer you know most everybody to 
be able to stay for the entire show. And at this time, our singer was going through some stuff uh, yeah. that it was just like, dude, are you serious? And it was just, it was one of those things. It's whatever water under the bridge now, but you know, it was just one of those things that I was more focused and mad that at that, because it was like, we played and then it was, he was gone. So um, I hate that. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's never done that ever since. I mean, he's everybody stays. Oh, that wasn't what I'm referring to. It's, no, no, I know, no. I know. That's why I was just saying <laughs> yeah. I was. Fo- I don't even know what you're yourself. talking about. I was just uh, more or less focused on something else, probably. When we played at this record store, the lead up that was the other band that played with us. There's just been two other bands. One band dropped off the day of the show, and it ended up being this other band. Well, the guy that's in this other band has always been known as a joke around the local scene, and before this show happened. <laughs> It was discovered that in one of his lyrics for his newest video that they had released, he calls out a doctor as an Asian man. I was like, <laughs> we don't know why he specifically had to call out a race of somebody in a song. I was like, that's kind of strange. <laughs> and it became a running joke that somehow, and I won't go into too many details for incriminating purposes, but... uh let's just say an Asian doctor <laughs> found out about it and was writing to him in Chinese that they were going to come to the show and kick his ass. <laughs> well, that been pretty nice. Some Asian doctor from Beijing or whatever was going to fly all the way from Beijing to Kokomo, Indiana. How the to kick fuck this did he out. find that out? <laughs> yeah. Like I can't get people to listen to like our music like, in our own town. But... Well, kudos to that guy I guess. Yeah. but uh anyways the dude asked the place like day of the show if there's gonna be like extra security or whatever like dude this is a record <laughs> store what the fuck are you talking about dude, there's no, really no asian doctor flying from beijing to kick your ass man like <laughs> but the guy took it seriously and so the the whole lead up to the show i was just laughing because of the amount of stupidity that was going on mm. and then this same band, that same guy, he used to be in a band with one of my, our bass player at the time, one of my other, my buddies. And while we were playing, he was talking a bunch of shit about the bass player, about how much weight he'd gained and just making like dickhead comments for no reason. My wife was in the audience his girlfriend was in the audience other people my buddy was like they heard all this was going on and then they started making fun of us and they started making fun of you guys because we had to play to a metronome oh yeah 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 they were making fun of us for yeah keeping in time yeah Yeah. they didn't understand why (laughs) we were such good musicians that we couldn't just play why we have to have a computer play for us and why do we have to do this and why why couldn't we just do it for real obviously we're not as good as we thought we were and just a whole bunch of trauma I and then I, was this the singer? Yes, that was doing because I I think I remember like he ended up messaging me and like apologizing or something like that later. Yeah, well, after he got in the fight with the Chinese guy. The, yeah. yeah, after the after Doctor <laughs> Zhang Wang or whatever Zhang Beijing <laughs> <laughs> came to unleash kung fu on him. I don't I know, <laughs> but. 
I went outside after I found all this out and I was going to confront him about it. And he went over to uh, Wings, et cetera. And they were <laughs> in there eating. And he would never come out. So their trailer got a good old TMD sticker slapped right on the back of the door of it. Nice. And uh, mm. his wife ended up messaging me and fighting for him. Oh, my gosh. Because we were all picking on him. We were all making everything bad about him. We were all doing everything to him. I was like, we didn't do shit to him. He was out there talking shit about someone's weight and like being negative. Well, just because his band was saying that doesn't mean he's at fault. He can't control what other people say. Was I he a rain man or something? I don't know. Like those other people didn't know my bass player. He was the only one that knew him. So how would they know how much weight he's getting? You know what I mean? Right. Mm. That's not cool. Regardless. It, it is what it is. Like it, it's, right. it wasn't a big deal, but like it turned into a big deal because they were talking shit about stuff. They clearly don't know anything about like anyone out there listening. It's a musician. If you play to a click in a metronome, that just means you're in time. Yeah. Right. Like some bands don't have to do that. That's cool. But if you have backing tracks and if you have other things, like you have to do that. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I've played with a couple of drummers who are, they're great, but like, they either play way too fast, which I know he's a fan of. Um, he would prefer us mm. to play at 250 BPM all the time. Nice. Um, but no, oh. it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like, I mean, it it helps us stay tight. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I fault no one for that. I just, I'm not the type of person. If someone doesn't like our music, whatever. Yeah. But to talk shit about us and you guys because we used a click track, like, Anyone that knows me knows I can be a hothead, especially about a lot of shit, and especially when they're douchebags I already don't like. So yeah, it just kind of <laughs> it could have been a lot worse, I guess, had he'd actually been outside when I went after him, but instead he went and hid. <laughs> so that was good. I this story to me is I don't I'm like processing it, and I'm just like I didn't catch any of that, and I think if I would have heard someone. Like if I heard someone saying, "Oh, you suck because you're playing to a, a metronome," I'd just be like, "Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's just playing games online. I've heard way worse <laughs> that it just be a nothing thing to me." No, it is. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. But after all this exploded and people were talking about this and about the drama that went on, blah blah blah, I got a message from someone that was a promoter that did a background check on their guitar player, and he was a registered sex offender for molesting oh, a child. Oh, I think you told me wow. about this. Yikes. Yeah. Jesus. So he started sending that dude's mugshot and stuff to other venues so they wouldn't get booked on shows. Wow. That's a... Yeah, if you're going to be that kind of person, you shut your mouth. Yeah. Jeez, that is weird. But, no, I I never did get a chance to really talk to you guys about it because I knew, like, you probably didn't really know what the hell really went on, and I know there was, like, confusion towards the end of what the fuck was happening outside it was it was me being an asshole <laughs> I yeah like i said during that time i mean we were kind of going through our own drama i mean i think shortly after that we maybe not shortly i don't know um we parted ways with the singer um yeah i think it was like one of the last shows that we played with you guys when you had him yeah so i mean i think uh like i said we had a lot going on at that moment in time uh, just trying to figure things out. Um, so my head was 
you know, focused on playing a show, but also just being super pissed off at what was going on. Typically, I uh, I don't get involved with the stupidity, but for some reason, like, I just felt extra more protective of my friend because, like, again, yeah. talk, shit, talk shit about the music all you want. Don't yeah. talk shit about someone. Don't get, don't get super personal, man. Yeah. Like, that's just being a dickhead. Yeah. I feel yeah, like... Don't be a dick. Be a that, that area, I feel like that area's got a lot of craziness because I don't, I don't run into that up here. I know that's strange, but <laughs> or maybe I'm just oblivious too. You're probably oblivious because I've ignorant bliss. Yeah, I think there's bullshit in every scene. Like you got these clicks and every other thing that no one ever wants to talk about, but you know it's there. Like you got your deathcore clicks, you got your hardcore clicks. Well, I mean, we had some shit come up here. I mean, shit up here in ourselves, you know, like like shady singers and like rape charges and like all that other shit. But like it's just yeah, I guess I try to stay oblivious because I'm not part of all that. I guess. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't. I personally don't feel like we we're ever a part of any like clicks. I mean, I know that there were definitely. I mean, there just are. Um, but I mean, I'm willing to just man. I just want to play with cool people, and if we make friends out of it, like we did with you guys, I mean, I was willing to you know do whatever with you guys. Um, yeah. If we could have, you know, somehow managed a tour together, that would have been awesome. Um, and I mean, to this day, I still want you guys to come back and play with us, but I know life. <laughs> yeah. Life but, and uh, the lack of drummers and all that good stuff. No, because, yeah, like I met all of you and I was just trying to get a show up here. I think you're the other band I'd asked, but you guys didn't have a drummer at the time. So Brandon's band was supposed to come up here during the Beast. Well, it was before the Beast. It was going to be the Halloween in April show. And then the beast happened. And so that shit never happened. And it pissed me off because Brandon made a cool flyer. Oh, so yes, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I will be on, I'll be honest. I think I, I might be the only one that won't complain about the beast because, you know, we broke up in 2019 and uh, the beast happened shortly after that. And right. Everybody kind of really had to dope. take downtime. So we kind of didn't. uh we didn't necessarily miss a beat or anything like that, I guess. Uh, everybody not, kind of had to take a break. Yeah, because I kept in touch in case like you guys had like reformed or whatever. So that's how I know him. And yeah, like that, that I guess yeah, I was gonna ask you guys how that thing went, but I guess you guys had it didn't affect you much since you already broke up. Yeah. I mean, what did you guys do though? Like, did you keep busy musically, even if you got during the lockdown and all that shit honestly like after doing it for like seven and a half years and trying to be constantly doing it um like i i i took a good you know six or seven months of just not doing much of anything mm. um so it was it, like i said i mean during the beast I, I still had to go to work i mean nothing shut down for me i was Same. going every day <laughs> right. um yeah but it Such was just lives matter yeah um um so i think you know we kind of joked around about well i mean honestly before this it was i think we talked about it right it was it was uh it was do this or get the old band back together Mm. yeah um and 
there there was one person that was trying to make a decision and i was like well if you don't have a decision by this time we're we're not going to do that and we're just going to move forward with this and he couldn't tell me his definite answer because of his life situation stuff going on so we were just like all right well maelstrom black here we go and this was an obviously a past member was just saying yeah yeah okay yeah okay so yeah so what what made this happen this was just like was it just like night oops we gotta bleep that out <laughs> shit you, you said it twice <laughs> what yeah damn it you gotta make Wait, me go fucking edit things oh we'll edit it sorry damn i'll it. edit it out because i'm trying to keep you separate yeah yeah Mr. it's all good uh vision w <laughs> For so who, who started this? Was this Vision W? Correct. Was this is your mind child? Um, it was. I I started it. He okay. he he came up with the like. We didn't start doing the costumes till uh probably. Well, it was talked about. We didn't start doing the costumes until last year, but mm. um, it was talked about, and the reason why uh, somebody quit, and then another person, we just we lost him. So we had, because we were doing too much downtime and he was trying to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I started this whole thing. I honestly, I was honestly, I mean, unsure if he would actually want to do this project. Uh, Cause when I sent him some of the stuff, I, th- I think you were kind of iffy on it. Um, well, we, but you, before this though, we had a, that side thing. Maleficus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did technically in between catalytic. Oh, all right, all right. Thanks. Now it's got me doing it. All right. So before our previous uh, venture and Milstrom Black, uh, him and I had hooked up with a kind of a thing in between that we had got. Oh, how we named uh, Maleficus. Um, but we just, we talked some ideas, had some stuff, we, some music there, but we didn't really take off on it. Um, and then there was like a period before that. And then he had, uh, brought up, you know, it was like, Hey, you know, you think we should, uh, like, what are your thoughts on kind of doing a new thing? And I was fine with that. Um, and then talking about like who's who else is involved, like here's our uh people who have said yes to do it. Uh, I think it was just the singer at that time, uh, that was also on board with doing it. Um, and then we went kind of from there as far as like the look and stuff like that. Like I mentioned before, I, it was stuff that I kind of wanted to do in other bands um, before, but it just didn't line up or I'm joining in a band that already has an established kind of idea. So it didn't, it was going to be a hard way to buy in, but this being in the beginning with the music that we, you know, had cooking at that moment, it made, it was an easier way to buy in. Um and the two people that were in there in the moment were buying into the idea. So I was like, all right, let me roll with this. And this 
technically was before we had the name because we were still thinking of a name. So we, uh, I was kind of pitching out these ideas like, hey, this look, this look, this look uh, from stuff I wanted to do before. And it was starting to line up to with the music. It was like, all right, uh, this is, you know, this is tight. Let's roll with it. Um, and that kind of also helped lead into the name because I'd already, we were talking about what we were going to name ourselves. And that was kind of my vision for the name as well. It was like, all right, I got this look. I kind of have this name. Let me pitch it out and see and i pitched out another name but it worked for like all five seconds and everyone liked <laughs> yeah. it and immediately hated it um but then with this one it was like all right let's see if this one lands and luckily enough we didn't have to think too hard on it and it immediately was bought in so like with the music now and this look buy-in kind of uh and then with the name it just kind of gelled really well and then we could just focus on you know trying to perfect that over the time because this like the the how we're doing this with the lore and stuff it was over time like this was this was mentioned early on but it was like trying to get it to line up and get all the pieces and stuff was over time so so a black pearl necklace was taken for a band name yes yeah i okay. i went google on that to because i've <laughs> seen that happen before yeah like you know I went blue waffle you get you have all these great <laughs> ideas you want to name for bands and it's taken so i immediately was like all right you look at trademark you look at google and see if that name you know shows up right and then it was like oh, okay it doesn't let me pitch it yeah and so it's really hard to like start fresh when you already kind of like had something before so like but you guys were like fuck it let's just do this versus like looking in the past and then i i i think the biggest thing for it like and like i said the reason why somebody left is because you know we were all ready to do this we all signed on and said yeah let's let's dress up and then two weeks before the first show because we were going to do it at a halloween show that we yeah. had uh, booked and because we were like, oh, what a perfect time. And I mean, if it's stupid, then we can just be like, oh, it was for Halloween. Um, but two weeks before that show, the drummer was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. And we were like, what? <clears throat> and he was like, he's like, yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm I, I, I don't know. I just he's like, I like the music, but he's like, I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling the dressing up thing. And it's like. Okay, I mean that would have been cool like a couple months ago. Um, oh man, yeah. Know, when we talked about this, but so that that you know that kind of happened. I mean, we're you know we're still we're still good friends. Everything ended fine with that. It was just kind of a bummer because it was like it you know we're ready and it took the wind out of our sails for a moment because it's like well I don't know what we're gonna do. But like I said earlier, luckily we found somebody who was just like yeah I'm I'm ready. So. Was it so it's oh I thought maybe it was the same drummer. So you've had drummer changes then, correct? Yep. Oh wow. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, and the other thing is too is like, you know, the songs that we are currently playing. Um, I mean, I think two of them are from that original set, and oh, okay. I, I, I took I, I took everything 
like well i even took the two songs that we currently play and i was like yeah i don't want to play these i want to get them off this new sound that i want to go for um but i mean so three of the songs are you know brand new to you know us and then the we have two songs that we play that are just from the the original of what we have already done and you think they fit just the same name um i mean there's arguments on that i i am well there's an arguer and that's just me um (laughs) i i do i i do not believe that they fit but you know um i i always take everything to a vote if everybody wants if if i get outvoted then that's how it goes and that's what we're playing so this is a good question for to ask you guys and how i would apply it in my band so like you guys are obviously looking for a specific sound and if anything strays away from that sound you know that's not going to work but then like you got a band member that says well we could try anything i mean is that really the case or should the band establish their sound completely they you know? will they will argue um that we can play anything i am the one that is i believe first impressions are everything because i've already dealt Correct. with this in the past band um yeah we play we gave off what we gave and it hurt in my opinion it hurt us for a while um it took a long because we were something that i didn't want to be um so that's a big reason on why the uh cur- the single that we just released but uh, uh in beginning of may uh mm-hmm. it was it was one of those things that like i want to give off this impression right now Okay, And I will say, as the other side of that coin, um, that variety is the spice of life. (laughs) Having said that, I think with the songs that we had in the previous iteration under the same name did fit or could be altered enough to fit um, that it wouldn't be necessarily, you know, a castaway. It's not like we went from country to, you know, metal. Um, that contrast would be stark, a stark enough contrast that it would, I would agree with that doesn't fit. Um, but I felt like those songs that we try to champion uh, back into the fold were, I thought that they actually would fit with kind of how we're doing things here, along with how we're the new iteration as well um, that they could mix together. Um, And it was also a thing is I try to think not as also who plays it, but also who listens to it as well. So that's kind of how I look at it is like, if I was in the crowd looking at this and hearing this, I would like it. Uh, And then also on the stage, I like playing it. Uh, And I think another, um, thing that we had talked about while we were going through the music and look is I had a I had a kind of a a rule that it can't be I guess in uh, layman's terms to say hokey um, that the music and this look have to gel it has to make sense and I have to uh, look at it in with a serious lens and be like, all right, that I like that. Versus, you know, I look at it like that doesn't make sense to what that look is or this music. It doesn't gel. 
and then it just doesn't spark. Um, so it's a mixture of all of that with what he said, and we try to like make that balance work and you know be forward with what we see the future at without trying to necessarily destroy the past. If that right. makes sense. No, that makes so. Do you all write collectively, or is there's like a yeah, I guess that's the question. Do you or somebody else I mean, writes? I, I I do ask for people to throw me ideas, but I, I am the primary writer of you know drums and bass, and uh, I help with melodies and whatnot when it comes to vocals or scream. Well, not really the melodies. He's very good at that. Um, just uh, screaming uh, rhythms and whatnot. Um, but I mean, when I write all this stuff, like if I write bass, it's literally for me, and it's just like, hey, because I typically write in like guitar pro or something and send it out to everybody um, so they can have tabs or notation if they want. Um, and then, um, you know, it's more like a, this is just a map for you guys. So do what you want. Just, you know, make it your own. So I've never used guitar pro like for writing. I usually just make demos. Yeah. And then mute, mute out certain things and then just send it to them. And like, how does that work the guitar pro then for anybody listening that never heard of this or um, whatever guitar pro is basically i mean you can use it for notation or tablature which i typically just do tablature um but it it auto plays everything back for you like i write the drums in there um and i've i've done this for like 10 11 years does so it read like your notes or like yeah, you actually yeah. have to manually punch them in well i have to like manually punch them in but there are stuff i believe they are coming out with things that actually will like read your notes and like punch that it sounds in like you. it take forever yeah because yeah. you can plug into it yeah i think you've been back in but uh six maybe but yeah and like i like right now i just i punch everything in but it's i've been doing it for so long that it's just it's super easy for me um like i'm currently trying to get our singer into it so he like understands how to do it and you know uh, just kind of do certain notations and just how to do like vibratos and stuff like there so like because i when i write it i write it like i'm actually playing it um but huh. it's just one of those things like i mean like i just and it's nice because i can send it to everybody and like we come to practice and everybody's prepared because they have the tablature fuck um, you're making you're making me look like an asshole for not trying that because like <laughs> normally i'm well we'll just meet up and i'll just show them my hand normally they have better ears but then if it's like kind of weird i just hurry up and show them like it doesn't take too long i mean i'm a drummer drummers work quick obviously they can just hear yeah. the music and they're just like Papa. so is your uh is your singer play also um he doesn't necessarily play he just has a very good ear for melodies um so That's like cool. he'll he'll like hum things and whatnot and he's just like i mean i think he just wrote something recently that like he can send it to me and it's like nothing that a guitar player could play but i can rework it to where it's like okay i know what you were trying to go for and i will play it like i would play it my god i had that happen to me like our singer dan came over he's like I have a riff. I'm gonna try. He tried to like hum it out and shit, and it was like so <laughs> complex. And I don't even know how the fuck I recorded it. I don't think I'm gonna even use it because it was hard as hell. But I'm I yeah, I, I, I I'm not the best learner uh, when it comes to like. I mean, I think we had a like a jam session over at my place last week, and I'm just 
I'm terrible at sitting down and watching somebody play. Uh, just like give me tabs, let me play to a metronome and figure it out the way that I would play it. Mm. Um, and then, like I said, I'm more of a I. I know it sounds ridiculous, but like I'm not a sit in the room writer. Like I just I can't get into it because there's too many things going on. I can't think. I just need to. Are you me? Like we're kind of like the same. I'm like that way too, <laughs> and I'm like. This is stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I, can't, I just can't. I've never been able to do it. And like, I just, I need to sit in my own environment. I need to sit here at my computer. I need to right. come up with my drums. I need right. to just, I need to feel it. My, what's in my head, and I can't do that with everybody else being like, bam, 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 bam. I can't do that. That's me. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. That really is you. Burr, burr, burr. No, like, you know, I, and I like that though, <laughs> because, like he mentioned before, he would. uh like you send like the the base tabs out bases in like just the normal uh the normal level and say hey you know if you got extra that or you want to change things around go for it which i try to do um but like with our jam session i liked being in the room because there was while hearing everyone play you can kind of slide to a you know a harmony like some melody here that the tabs would have just been following and it was like oh i actually like that the hard part is remembering what you do it's like tenacious d tribute where you've you're jamming this whole thing out but then you're like oh did anybody do we record that at all or can we remember that right and Lost that's the hard part because you're like oh, i can't remember i remember it being that, very good but i can't and- remember it and that's what I even like in your way, Ed. Like, I mean, I do Guitar Pro, but it's after I'm sitting here demoing and then I tab it all out. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't have the patience to do that. I'd just rather show them. Or like if we're not together and if they ask me, I'll make a video and then play it really slow with my fingers and then show them out. Now, yeah, like this is where a lot of bands are different. You know, like obviously some like to jam a song in a room and some like if it was like me and the drummer i'm sure we could get a lot accomplished because we're not like keeping the other band just waiting and we're right. jamming you know like like it's it just sometimes that doesn't work and i understand that and sometimes it helps to have homework I yeah mean, everybody's different i mean i'm not like a session guy where they can like look at it and like okay huh you know fuck those yeah. guys <laughs> yeah I just, yeah, I just, it's, it's never been me. I mean, even in the old days of the last band, I remember we were trying to do a double album and I mean, man, I knocked out, I knocked out 16 songs in maybe six or seven months. Um, and there were more than that. I had to pick cause I was like, eh, we don't need like 23 songs. Like, let's just, let's just, pick eight and be fine with that for each album so, so like basically like the vision for this band like what kind of i was thinking because what kind of influences were you trying to or what were what, yeah influence was you having because again you said like you will you have a specific sound and then there's other ones that doesn't want to mesh even though you can try to yeah i think i think you know initially the idea for me was i mean at the time when i started this i had just been like super hardcore getting into gojira um Mm -hmm. and 
a lot of the older stuff reminded me of that. There are like one song that we currently play that definitely has that Gojira vibe. Um, and then, you know, I just over time your taste change. And we, we sat, we had to sit for so long because of not having people. And so it's like, well, I've been playing these songs forever because I try to, you know, keep on, you know, staying fresh because we're not practicing so i have to practice and i know everybody else is doing that but mm. um i just got to the point where it's like uh this isn't i don't really want to do this and then when we got the new drummer you know nothing against our old drummer he's a fantastic drummer but you know for some of the stuff that i wanted to do he just wasn't capable of doing that and then when we got our new drummer i was like i know he's capable of doing this stuff that i'm about to write yeah um so that also kind of you know changed my direction i mean we went from a gojira silosis type of idea to now we have you know little influences of gojira little i haven't really done touched like thrashy silosis stuff anymore but now it's gone to bands like vola um sleep token is a newer band that you know i i like a lot of the heavy stuff that they do um and i think it's intricate on how they put in this weird pop vibe like it's not for me but right they're doing it en- well enough to be like turning heads so they're doing something right even if it's not right <laughs> if I, that makes any sense no that upsets me that vola is more popular though it oh man dude i went and seen them last year in chicago and damn it dude they, that. Yeah. oh my dude it was oh it was so good i they're coming they're coming to indiana this so, year in september and i'm probably going to try and make that show but they are amazing live like i don't know how one guitar player like makes their sound sound so big but man he is he's tuned to like low z or something yeah well i i kind of i kind of do the same thing for for us i mean they play they have he has a custom baritone guitar we have baritone guitars and we we don't tune in the same tuning but it's like slightly there. Like both of our low strings are, I believe, F drop F sharp. Damn. Um, F but sharp uh, yeah. So I, I definitely get it. But I mean, even us. I, and no, I know it's just it's man. They they hit really hard. And the last show that we played, I felt like we started to finally hit hard. But I mean, we've only played. That was our third show together. Yeah. So I mean, it's still. I can show dressed up. Yeah, second show dressed up, third show together. We're still trying to figure this out together. And, I mean, practices, you know, just vary. I mean, we play the best shows when we don't practice, which is weird. But, right. um, you know, we're trying to get better. At, I mean, right now we haven't we haven't practiced in three weeks. So, um, yeah. But we don't really have much. I think our next show is in October. Um, mm. So, we're trying to book everything else out, but we're also trying to get, you know, this whole idea flowing, um, you know, here soon we're getting ready to shoot more videos for, we have four more songs to release. Um, and a couple of them will be just, you know, music videos, nothing really too much behind them. And then we'll add to the story with a couple of other videos. Um, and, uh, then we're also trying to add to the lore, um, you know, with, and, that'll you know be happening very soon i I mean i kind of we're a diy band to the fullest i mean i i recorded guitars on our last track um 
and then we did vocals at another studio and drums at another studio and then we were part of the mixing we actually mixed in a car um on a mac um i think we were there for like eight hours or something why a car yeah honestly i don't know but i mean when (laughs) when when we when when you kind of think about it too it's like you always do the car test so like we're oh, the, of... the the speak car speaker test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought our you were speakers headphones. Ah, uh, gotcha. So I we're kind of like, we're, we're kind of isolation. Just, no, like we're just literally like I mean we're right there just doing it. Um, uh, okay, I thought you were but... borrowing like McDonald's Wi-Fi because times are tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, then you know we 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 shoot our own music videos. I mean, I mean we're 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 DIY to. Uh, as full as we can be because mm-hmm. it's just it's a little bit easier when you have the vision and you're ready to go well, that makes sense like when my our bass player he's like man you make good demos why don't you record the guitars and bass and i'm like well i could see the other guitarists argue so and i'd <laughs> rather have like well so far we've not had a producer that like kind of changed the music which i was hoping they would because a lot of producers yeah. like to do that actually we recorded our last demo down in indy not demo or lscp down at indy at the helm there's a couple mm. guys down there and like well obviously you have to go to a studio to record the drummer because most most of the little guys they want to record with like electric dr- drum set and it's kind of insulting to a drummer when they get yeah. real like uh what <laughs> just dumb it down no thanks yeah so, and i was saying like the collective styles like so like i i sound kind of more modern and i have like my influences like all the swedish and finland stuff and then the other guitar player kind of sounds like heavier megadeth with nevermore and it's like i don't know that's when we're like kind of how we argue about like he's like oh we could add anything we want and i'm like no i really want to focus on the band sound yeah and if if, if i'm the as, as as it is i'm the primary writer so it's like is this band going to end up sounding like me? I mean, is that what's important or am I trying to, and I'm not trying to like take over the band sound. I just was the most active, you know, during the beast era. And then once I got my happy ass to record myself on a computer, I was like, Oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah. And so I just, just going out with what comes out of my head. So again, it's an argument trying to figure out our own sound with other members trying to put their input of how we should sound it's not easy (laughs) yeah and the thing is is like these i mean they 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 kill me with kindness it's not like they talk i'm the only one that talks crazy about my music like i'm the only one that's like uh no guys this sucks like we don't need to play this anymore and they're like you say this about everything though so we're saying no to that and i'm like oh okay well yeah his song has a one month shelf life and then after that he's we're done with that song it's like it's a banger dude i'm just i'm very i'm sure you are too ed i'm just super critical on everything that i write and i always believe that the next thing is better i mean yeah i mean a couple of these songs we've been playing for years and then it's just like all right, let's cycle them out because I got a shitload of demos that we could try. Yeah. And it's like, I, to me, I'm not really attached to it. Like, I'll give it to the guys. And if they have some suggestions, they might make a little bit of 
of tweaks, but they don't say much. But like, which is good, I guess. But it's like, well, you guys got to end up playing this too. So if you don't yeah. have any suggestions, and I, I'm pretty open about like stuff. I I it, didn't. It took, I, yeah. I didn't I did not used to be open. That's uh, how my other guitar player is about his stuff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. used to be open, but like now it's just like, dude, like I just want everybody to be happy and play the music and actually enjoy it. Like I don't want you to play stuff that you just hate. Like no. Just to make me happy. If like if, if everybody says I don't like that song, okay. I we don't have to play it. That's fine. I'll write something else. No, I mean, I'm probably I, the guy that will be that person like i'll i try especially being in the kind of in the inception era of this uh band uh i think my goal was to be more vocal uh about things i really like and as well as things i don't like Mm. um and also you know trying to let him know when i think a hit like a song that's written is really good uh, or if it's something like, hey, I think we should, you know, tweak this uh, because in previous bands I always joined in to them. So I always felt kind of like I couldn't really say too much or mm. at least in earlier bands, I felt like I didn't the weight didn't carry the previous band. I think I got into it where I felt that way. Um, but with this, it was like, I want to make sure that I don't sit in that situation where you like, Oh, I don't enjoy this. Or I think this could have been better and then not say anything. And then just sit being passive aggressive or something weird, you know, when you could just communicate and be upfront. And I think we do pretty well at even because of our previous bands, knowing each other enough to call out. If we know something's not up, I know he will call me out if he's like, I've got this thing. And if I don't say anything, either if I'm not busy or something, I'm like, I always like stewing on it. Let everybody else have their peace before <laughs> I kind of say my thing, because I don't want to come out there at the gate and be like, you know what? No. Um, so I try to let everybody else have their peace, but then he will call me out. It's like, hey, what do you got to say? And so then I was like, all right, well, because well, I know I send it and I send it in the band chat and like, <laughs> I am specifically looking for him to like heart this audio clip specifically him. And when he doesn't, I'm like, uh, this uh-oh. dude, he hates it. <clears throat> so, cause he's, everybody else is pretty easy to please. He's the one that is kind of hard to please. So what's your, I just know, I know where we're at and I know what he does really. I like, that's why he's the chief, um, person when it comes to the writing of the music because Mm. he has a really good uh ear and vision to this stuff so i've i've learned that and i know when something's like i know when he's got something certifiable and i know there's other times where it's like all right we're almost there kind of a thing um but like i said i try to not be the guy that comes straight out the gate and goes negative uh, try to let everybody else kind of, you know, get their input because like he mentioned before, you know, it's kind of a vote thing. If everyone else really likes it and I am not, you know, super into it, I can kind of soft get into there, get in there and say, hey, this is kind of where I'm feeling. 
but if everyone else is into it you know it's a band it's a collective so i have to think about that and just be like well hey if everyone's digging this you know then i'm gonna i i can learn to dig it or you know we can figure out something I think that's the part that people don't realize about bands too is like, man, this stuff has started legit arguments. Yeah. Um, where like I like people are ready to walk away, legit arguments. Um huh. and that and that's not just this. I mean, I'm sure this is most bands. It's just you know, just the writing process, I don't think people talk about enough as being like Man, no. it, it is it is it is a it is something that can really make or break a band as far as like actually the band members themselves. No, I mean, this yeah, the communication is extremely important at this point. At, you know, huh. my singer and I have just now been able to get along with being on the same page. It's taken us years to get to where we currently are right now and being like, yes, like do that and being just like cool we're both happy with everything yeah i was gonna ask like what kind of influence does he want because again like obviously he has to sing and then you know do the heavy vocals so it's like is he like tossing any ideas of like what he wants to hear yeah i mean i i mean see the thing about him and i think it's cool i mean it's it, it he's not really I, he he likes metal i will he does like metal but he's not a big metal guy like he can't he's he he doesn't know like you know the things that you would probably like you and i or or any of us would know as far as just like your standard metal like he's just never been into that he was a show choir guy um he was you know he likes like opera style singing he likes all that type of stuff he likes pop he likes r&b like he's into Mm. that very much and um i so he is very like theatrical with his voice if you will i can Uh, notice that okay yeah um so like and we haven't we've we've kind of drawn that back a little bit because you know we just you know we've kind of explained like there are moments where you can just be regular and then break it out. It's more to me when I listen to bands, I get impressed when it's like a chorus, obviously like a chorus, go full out on the chorus, man. That's what it's for. Don't, don't do it during a verse. Like you don't have to do all these runs and intricate things. Like you can be very simple and it'd be fine. And like I said, it's gotten to, it's taken a while to get to that point, but we finally found that middle ground him and I of just kind of coming up with things. And now it's, like I said, it's finally working where we're both happy. That's good. My singers always try to throw me bands. I don't really care for. And <laughs> then pro- some, sometimes I, he throws in some twang and I'm like, cause he likes country. And I'm like, yeah, stop that. Well, that's and, why we, we don't let, that. we don't let him talk because he has that southern twang Uh, he he does not he does not think he has it but if you ever get if you talk to him which i'm sure you will um he's (laughs) got that super southerny voice and it's like yeah i mean i guess that would work in you know other types of cult things but we're not that type of cult band so no and like it's funny because like hello all we're out here to kick some shit (laughs) right no the other day 
Praise hell, praise Dale. Praise Dale. <laughs> no, my singer tried to show me, like, I want to do a song like this. And it was like Bad Omens or something. I don't really listen. To oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, it had like electronic stuff. And it's like, yeah. we should sound like this. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. And that's like the best of the hard thing right there is like, you got a singer that kind of wants to sound like to all these other bands, but it's like, yeah, it's already out there. Yeah. I don't want to sound like that. Do you see the point of why I write the way I do? Yeah. I combine everything and not try to sound like that because like it sound like another breakdown band that's awesome how many yeah. are there that to all the sound the same oh another yeah. one where yeah. they're just like like they all sound like i'm trying to think of binary code bands yeah like uh, uh our die art is murder pretty much everybody yeah. sounds like them mm-hmm. or whatever it's like the same shit like is this the same band and that's why like i i for us it's like i want to take influences from those bands but i also want to right us right like I, I i'm still you know i i'm still trying to figure out what us is but i mean i'm right i feel like i'm getting the best grasp of what us is that i've ever grabbed from any band mm. i just try to add melodic parts and usually the ones that'll stick and then, like, we got a singer that sings clean, too. So I, I do have to remember, as you said, the big chorus is important. Yeah. To keep that there. But sometimes he sings, like, cleans when I don't think he should. But, you know, and that, that. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one thing that, you know, him and I, uh, we've had to kind of get over, too, because he just, he has melody. He can do a melody for anything, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, like, now I'm to the point to where I'm like, you know what, like, I trust me, I love screaming as much as the next person. I mean, I do backups right. for us. And um, I mean, I think even I'm slowly trying, it's slowly getting to the point to where I might even take over the primary screamings mm. um, for us. Um, but honestly, man, his, his voice, his singing voices to me, I mean, it's, it's, it's my favorite. And um, I want people to hear that. And, why not let him shine at what he does best? So if he wants to sing all the time, as long as everybody else is okay with it and they like it and it the part can actually work. I mean, just even the reaction that we've been getting from the video, most everybody is like not expecting him to sing where he sings. Right. And that's, it's been pretty cool. Like people seem to dig it. So I'm just like, okay, well, I maybe I've been wrong. Maybe because my, my initial thought, before that I was like oh that that's a screaming part but then i was like well maybe it'll sound cooler if you kind of soft sing and act mm. like you're telling a story to people and that's one of those things where like i wish we had a producer to like push the vocal like where the vocals need to be more because it's hard to like i don't know i mean i remember the first ep we did i was kind of in the studio vocal coaching him because i can kind of sing but i don't sing in the band but like mm. Who so did you do the same with his vocals when you recorded him? Was anybody there like giving um ideas? I mean him and I get together and we mm. take hours to write his stuff. Right. Um well, I mean days too. I mean, they're like we'll get maybe a verse done in a night and be like, All right, well, let's not think too hard on it and we'll come back next time and right. keep on going. I mean, but there I mean we we try multiple different takes it's not just the first one it's like well let's see if you can do something better um like we we he i mean and he's so like i said he's so good at coming up with melodies i mean he can come up with five different melodies and we'll just try all of them and see mm. what we like the best and then we'll send it 
to the guys and see what they think. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of go from there and things still change. I mean, nothing is set in stone until we actually record it. So we, I mean, even when we went to record this, we had the demos for a year and we still change things in the end. Yeah. Wow. It's basically you guys communication is the key here. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that, yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing that I learned from the last band is communication is the most important thing. I mean, not only that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of my job now at my, my real job is communication is everything. And, um, it, it, it has translated into, you know, helping run this band is, you know, you have to communicate or I, I I've, I've seen what happens if you don't, even if it, even if it's the hardest conversation that you have to have and, somebody has a problem with somebody or whatever, like you, you just got to nip that shit. In the bud. <laughs> I had to have that conversation uh, the other day, actually. And because if I don't say nothing, then it's just going to affect everybody else. And yep. like we had a certain band member that, <sighs> well, we had a, we were trying to write some stuff since we're going to be down for like a month and a half. And it's like, okay, i'm ready for more songs so we should take advantage of this since our bass player is under surgery so it's like we asked uh well where's that one song man and he's like it's done it's done i'm like no it's not like why would this is not a very good song sorry like you really got to sit down and try like yeah and it is it it, that that it's it's hard conversations man to just be like yeah maybe work on the like i mean even trying to be in a positive way is still hard sometimes because you don't want to like that's the cool thing about like the current guitarist that we got like he has he's the most chill dude probably in the band and he has no ego he's just like dude if i can contribute i'm going to contribute because i want to help but you mean if if something sucks just tell me and i'm like this is the easiest guitar player ever to work man that would be nice (laughs) like like everybody that i've got criticism yeah like yeah and that's exactly it and it's like it's just one of those things where like i've never dealt with that i mean somebody always has or what i've dealt with in the past has just always had a major ego um and you know like you know there at the end of our last band i mean i didn't do any of the writing i let him go ahead because i had a i took over vocal duties and i'm just like i i'm gonna focus on this just write stuff easy for me to play Mm. um so it was one like and but you know if you throw in your stuff it's one of those things where it's like "Eh, it's 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 okay and it's like oh okay well i'll just yeah like when i first got into this band because i was like the last one to join like i knew like the other guy wasn't really like he wrote a little bit but like that wasn't his primary focus and it's like because of that I had to go off on my own and branch out and start like writing stuff on the computer. And it's like, well, you can't blame me for making the monster because yeah. at the end of the day, the band is bigger than all of you. And like, if you want to get your name out, you need music, you right. need new music. And it's like, I don't like playing songs from back in the day because to me, that just reminds me of like, there's one song we have out that's fucking old, but it's on our EP and we started and I don't even like it because it was like one of the first things I writ- wrote for the band before I even got a computer. And so it's like mm-hmm. I wish I never wrote it like, but like that's the whole point, evolution of the band. And like I'm ready to keep on going to see what how this band turns out. I'm not looking back. And so and, again, yeah. and that's, that's the, the thing whole, too, man, yeah. with all this, like you know, like you have to continue, like you can't just keep playing the same things. People get tired of it. 
Like you have right. to keep you have to for keep some odd reason. A couple of members don't care. They're just like they'd rather play. It's like that doesn't. No, dude, we need to challenge ourselves. And I get on their ass about it. It's like it's not like I'm trying to be a dick, but like <laughs> we got something to prove a little bit here. We're not trying to get famous, but I know you guys can like bash these things out. So I ended up getting on the other guitar player about like, dude, you got to put in the work. Like you have the same equipment as I do, probably better than I do, but you really got to just sit at your computer and do this. If there, if that doesn't seem like to be your appeal, then why are we doing this? Why are you doing this? You know, yeah. I try to be nice about it. I mean, I'm going to be a dick. I know he's capable of playing stuff that I give him. It's just like, I, I want more out of him. Yeah. You know, like, come on, dude. I know you can yeah. do it. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, and like I said, the conversations <laughs> are, they can be tough, man. And, but I mean, they, yeah. uh, as long as you're having them that's the biggest thing and like people are taking them the right way i mean <clears throat> i know him and i have our we've had conversations even over the past few months just to you know we got to do this better we got to we, we got to practice more on our own we've got to we've got to you know we've got to tighten up like because you know once you go into recording like i mean i'm sitting here recording and i'm not i i can't i'm not doing one takes man i'm separating everything out and right. if it sucks like i'm i'll be here for hours recording one guitar part until it's perfect to right. my ears right. um and that's that's what i look at on myself is like i i'm going to push myself to make it like even better like because right now i suck and it can be better so it's just more like having those sometimes hard conversations with people like hey man you gotta like you got to practice more. You got to do this more. You got to, you know, because but, yeah, but every, but everybody is receptive to that. And I think if you do it in the right way, you know, people are super receptive to it. Like, yeah, because they don't want to suck. They want to play. They want right. to, they want people to like what they do and everything. So as long as you're doing it in the correct way, and that's what I've learned, you know, in the last 10 years is like, there's a right way to see say things and there's definitely a wrong way. And a lot of the times back in the day, I probably said it the wrong way. Uh, I, yeah, and I think um, that's also a good thing when you find a group of people um, that are willing to be open and uh, willing to take constructive criticism and not let it go to heart and storm off or, you know, like I'm done with this. Um, just having people to go when you have those conversations, whatever they are, uh, even if it's just, you know, talking ideas that everyone's able to gel well to together Mm. and not fly off the handle if they don't, if there's like a little thing they don't like. So it's hard to get people like that. Um, so when you get a band where everyone's lining up with that, that's something you really want to keep. I mean, like, basically, like, to anybody listening in the audience, like, band members, drop the fucking egos. That's all yeah. you got to do. It's, like, that simple. You got... Leave it to the a, stage. Yeah, you got... Yeah, like, you got in a band for a reason. It wasn't to, like, not to boost your ego. You're here to, like, get along with people and communicate and, like, yeah. connect with people. And sometimes the ego never left people. And it's just, like, stop it. And then, like, well, it's funny yeah. because... What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was just saying, like, you know, the thing is, too, is like we were all in our early 20s when we started the last stuff. And 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 it was I think everybody had an ego at that point in time. So it's just like now we're just like we've learned a lot. We're all older. We're all tired. We just like want (laughs) to play music. 
we just you know it's just it's like what what is the point in arguing over dumb shit let's can we just like can we just all enjoy the music and play also you learn from the past you know it's like kind of like you've been there before um even what we've learned in our past band going into this band there's a lot of things that we you know trial and error things we figured out in previous bands that didn't work stuff that did work and then trying to adapt that in the new this new thing and hitting the ground running with all this knowledge i mean whether it's band communication you know what you do on stage how you you know professionalism all that so yeah you guys already <laughs> had experience basically i mean you're you have already been through it so it's like it was easy to do this now you know coming in from it <laughs> we're gonna have to basically wrap but, this up here in a few minutes son of a bitch i've right. got work shit i've got to go do oh yeah <laughs> work shit I've, i'm a bit yeah. stuck on overnights for the last couple of weeks it kind of sucks Jeez. well it's been fruitful because you guys put out a lot of you know interesting things about what other bands could try and that's yeah. all that matters you know yeah to avoid being the dark side <laughs> yeah he said we 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 probably definitely have a lot of dark side stuff but you know um you know we can have you guys come back on hey yeah we'll definitely we can talk about the vat stuff because i've we've seen that on good and bad yeah oh yeah i said typically we can go on as long as we'd like but these last uh couple weeks has been rough on me trying to uh manage work doing podcasts trying to hey, coach baseball and find hey, time to actually sleep oh, well, well we 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 both thought we were just gonna do this live at the game it would have been great to have that yeah right get hit by baseball yeah. ow i gotta go guys. <laughs> yeah jimmy hit a home run <laughs> parents yelling at their kid run get on first get on first what are you shit. doing <laughs> you're a terrible son yeah there's a lot of i'm a lot of parents out there are really hard on their kids and oh, yeah. I'll admit I'm hard too, but I don't do it publicly. And yeah. my, my wife is, <laughs> she, she will yell at him, swing everything. I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. I was like yelling at the kids, not helping, especially in public. Oh God. It just makes them more I nervous played, or more pissed mm, off at you. It definitely does. I played baseball since little league up mm. into going into college. And, uh, I remember those days were very fond when someone's dad was drunk trying to climb over a fence to <laughs> yell the at the umpire because it's <laughs> that's not a strike. Yeah, we right? still get that shit. Sometimes. It's not as bad, but they still do it. Yeah. But well guys, is there a song you'd like us to feature for the outro part of this episode? Yeah, man. Uh, we just released a song uh back in May, May sixth, I believe. It's called An Omen. Um so it is our single. It's up on YouTube and everywhere else, Spotify, everything. Um, so you can check that out. I know you're getting ready to play it. Um, but uh, yeah, and then hopefully every other month or something like that or whatever, we plan on releasing a few more songs this year. So stay tuned for that. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We will add it to the Spotify playlist. Anyone out there still listening? We do have a Spotify playlist. So we try and feature the songs of everyone that we've released. Sometimes it's hard to find artists on there, but I try my best to make sure we get all the music that I can add to that. So anyone out there that has a Spotify, go ahead and download or subscribe or whatever the hell it is to that playlist. 
and you'll have all the bands that we've interviewed. Nice. But yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys coming out and talking with us. Yeah. We will have you yeah. back for again. Because I know you yeah. got a lot of stories to share, but like oh, I yeah. said, we're already at two hours. We appreciate so, it. No, it's yeah. definitely. Here in the next couple of weeks, we actually have a pretty big clear schedule. So I haven't been doing a whole lot of booking just because I don't know how my schedule is going to play out over the summer. So I've been lenient on it. So we definitely got some open time. We can have you guys back out in a few weeks and now dive into some black part two. Yeah. Hey, dive, there we go. Dive into the that. electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more of the dark side shit. So yeah, yeah definitely. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thanks for talking with us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Yeah, take it easy. Yeah. All right. We